All right, my friends, your body is not wrong, but your goals are. Let's talk about that during this podcast episode. This is Season 2, Episode 3. Hello, I'm Dr. Lisa Ann Homick from Homick Advanced Chiropractic and also Brain Sense Telehealth Self-Discovery Sessions. Welcome to the Brain Snob Podcast. So I am a brain-based chiropractor. I teach people that the brain is spinal cord. Spinal cord is brain. It's an extension of the brain. The brain and spinal cord are masters of the body. And I teach the Brain First Always protocol, BFA, Brain First Always, or Brain First Action, because brain first, body follows. And if you understand that, you are uh, able to give yourself amazing life experiences. The spinal bones are my access points to your brain. That's why I adjust the spine to free it up from an overactive fight-or-flight response so it can replenish and rebuild. I also teach people during BrainSense Telehealth self-discovery sessions how to dissect their own brains without even cutting into them. So I teach people how to understand the three major brain areas, how they interact with each other, how they keep you going, how they move you through your life, and how you can take advantage of this. So here's the challenge that I deal with day in and day out. So there are people who want to stand on attack, and they keep standing on the attack. And then there are people who drink gasoline, and they want to keep on drinking gasoline. And then there are the people who believe the disease model that professes their body makes mistakes. They're going to continue being stuck in a degenerative process. So I'm, maybe I'm making a little fun here, but um, this is what I am faced with every day. People not understanding how their body works so that they can be the master of their body. You've got to master your brain or it's going to master you. When folks finally understand the genius of the nervous system, they'll stop engaging in self-harm. And we can talk about the various ways of self-harm. There's a lot of socially acceptable self-harm in our culture. And that's what I say. And some of that is the stepping on the tack. And that's a silly example, but... It, people insist on stepping on the tack and then complaining. Wow, I don't feel good. And um, so let's continue on. Dissect your brain. Here we go. So this is the podcast supported by Anchor FM, the app. And I really appreciate the ease of this app so I can do this talking. But also visit the YouTube channel. Similar topics presented in a different way. So I want to talk about why your body isn't wrong. That's the whole premise of chiropractic and my desire to help people understand from the chiropractic philosophy, art, and science that everything your body does is correct for the situation. We have to understand the situation and help our brain work through the process of taking care of you. So I know... We, we have health goals, and this is where we go off the rails and get a little bit stuck in a rut. What do I hear from people? They want to get rid of their pain. They want to lose weight. Those are the biggies. Or they, they want to know what herb is going to get rid of their pain. And that, there's no answer to what herb. 
There's no one answer, and I've said that before in other podcasts. There's a, a combination of things. There's a, there's a teamwork effort, and the teamwork is coming from your brain and your body and how you work in sync with your brain and body. There's a lot of health goals out there based on what I'm going to call irrelevant medical statistics. You know, your blood pressure should be this, your weight should be this, your blood sugar should be that. You know what? That's boring and doesn't really teach the excitement of how the body's working so hard for you day after day. It's, it's so that's negative. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you that those statistics that you're supposed to achieve um, they set you up for a counterproductive psychological distress. And they it makes you feel bad about yourself. You feel bad about your body and you feel you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I want to reframe your focus because you can get the meaningful results. And I'm I want you to change your vocabulary. Totally different terminology. Because when you change that the words, when you change that, you're it's a whole different awareness, and that's, that's what we need. That's what we need. So the, my, my challenge or my, my excitement, my dream, is to help people change their language away from that negative, vicious cycle. Change your language to something that opens you up to something exciting, that's inspiring, that because you, you're not going to make the right decisions for yourself if you're not inspired. And that's the direction I want to go in. Let's talk about goal. I, you know me, if you've listened to me long enough, I like to make a mnemonic out of everything. I want you to take the word goal, and these four words are going to help you understand the better terminology you can use on yourself. Goal. G-O-A-L. What do we have? G for growth. O for ownership, A for achievement, and L for lifestyle. I know you've been told those SMART goals. What are they? Um, you have to have a specific measurement. It has to be reasonable. You've got to give yourself a time, a time frame. Those SMART goals, everybody hates them. I'm probably not even explaining them to you the way they're taught. Get that out of your head. Why don't you get rid of that? If it hasn't worked for you yet... You know, what was S? Specific, a specific behavior. So, and we, they always tell you if you're going to lose weight, you need a specific goal um, and not, not just the number on the scale or not just the uh, m number on the measuring tape. Uh, but what, what do you want to do better in your life? I get it. I get it. I don't, but I, I don't follow it. <laughs> so, but I want you to follow Goal, G-O-A-L, growth, ownership, achievement, and lifestyle. Let me focus on G for growth. Because your own self-care, and that's what this is all based on, your self-care, how do you perceive your body, and how do you give back to your body? How do you feel about your body? Are you proud of it? Are you appreciative? Do you have gratitude? Your self-care is based on new knowledge and new activities that you incorporate into your life. Your learning continues every day of your life. Now, I want to say you should be continuing learning 
throughout your life. But they say, don't say the word should. That's negative as, as well. But <laughs> this time I'm going to say you should. You should be learning. You should be learning something new on a consistent basis. Because if you're achieving goals, you should be growing as a person. You should be better than you were yesterday. Better how? That's up to you to decide. It should be positive and inspiring. So you should be doing better today than you were yesterday. And tomorrow, even awesomer. Is that a word? Awesomer? And so that's the growth I'm talking about. Growth. Your experiences are going to help you become even more excited to live each day, looking forward to each day, because you are in sync with your brain and your body. And you are doing some cool things with your talents. So growth, and I'm going to add that. I, I make a handout for my office, and so all these handouts turn into podcasts. Your talent, your talent should grow. I'm going to stick that in there in my little, uh, my little box here. Talent should consistently grow. Yep, I said the word should. Okay. Your learning continues every day of your life. And it should be viewed as an optimistic adventure. Every day of your life is an adventure. Maybe that should be under letter A. I might stick that in there. Adventure. Just a reminder. So G for growth. Let's move on to O for ownership. You own your body. What, you, what do I mean like that? Because you know you own your body. That's duh. So maybe that's kind of simplistic preschoolish. But you do own your body, but we don't always act like we own our bodies. Uh, the disease model does not own your body. And I don't want the disease model taking over your body and telling you how you should be uh, dealing with your body. If you give up ownership of your body, that's a slippery slope. And here's why. It's wrong for the disease model to impose assumptions that your own appropriate function is a defective process. And that is the one thing I want to teach people about their brain and spinal cord and the genius of their nervous system. So let me repeat this again. Take it in slowly because that's how you learn. You have to have a slowed brain. Your fight or flight response has to be calm. You have to, got all, you have, to have the distractions out of the way. And you've got to be in that calm state of vagus. The vagus nerve is your rest and digest nerve. So it is wrong for the disease model to impose assumptions that appropriate function of your body is actually defective because everything your body does is correct based on the situation. Sometimes we got to stop, put the brakes on things, and say, what is my body doing right now and why? Because it's appropriate. If you listen to the last podcast episode, everything your body does is protective. You're in a protective stage or you're in a rebuilding stage. And your transition back and forth should be smooth and easy. And they, you, we do fight or flight is a protective process. We're not going to hate it. We're not going to blame it. But we're going to get out of it as quickly as necessary, as appropriately as possible, so you can get back to the healing stage of replenishing and rebuilding. When we impose the assumption that your body made a mistake, set you up for just 
not not a good way to live. Um, uh, the the disease model should not be imposing on us assumptions that appropriate function is a de defective process that needs intervention. We there there are interventions that I agree with, and there are interventions that I think are very destructive to the body. That's a whole nother topic there. But you can figure that out because you've got a brain. You've got a thinking brain that works through these details. The disease model also ignores the genius of your nervous system. I want to embrace the genius of your nervous system. And that's my whole focus of being a chiropractor and teaching you how to grow every day and see life as an adventure. Let's move on to the letter A. Achievement. There are two types of achievement. There's the achievement your body does every minute of the day. Everything your body does is correct achievement to meet your survival needs. I want you to tell your body, thank you. These are achievements. They may seem like small achievements. Your heart beating, that's an achievement. Sometimes it's going to beat too fast. Sometimes it's going to beat slower. That's an achievement, and it's proper for the situations whatever situation you're in. So I want you to look at the achievement your body makes every day, every second. Those are achievements. Are we going to judge them as good or bad? Uh, sometimes, sometimes you can. There's an appropriate time. But I want you to work with your body, not against your body. So these achievements, you need to appreciate the genius of your nervous system. Number two, the second type of achievement, your body provides you with energy so you can conduct the activities that are driven by your passion and your purpose. So part of SMART goal, I remember, you know, that stuff that they taught you, specific, measurable, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you, they want, the part of the goal of SMART goals, the old-fashioned version that I don't care about, is to change your life, do better things with your life when you've reached that goal. When you've reached 10, 10 pounds of weight loss, what are you going to do? And that, and sometimes I ask people, now that you've gotten adjusted, we've, we've helped your nervous system uh, coordinate your energy better, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make your mark in the world? How are you going to live the rest of your day? How are you going to set the world on fire? What are you going to do now that we've helped your body achieve achieve this? And, and I don't want you going back to business as usual. People come into the chiropractic office. They want to get out of pain. They, they do. If they follow the pro, pro, protocol and the program, they do get out of pain. But I want them to be a changed person. I want them to grow. I want you to have a new outlook in your life because every day is an optimistic adventure. But if you go back to business as usual, you keep stepping on that tack, you keep drinking the gasoline, and you keep, keep believing your body makes mistakes. That's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. Sets you up for that decline. I want to postpone that decline. So your body provides you with energy so you can conduct the activities that are driven by your passion and purpose. And you need to be clear about your passion and purpose. You have a purpose in life. You have to be that positive ripple effect in your community. Okay, I said it again. You have to. I want you to be that positive ripple effect in your community. We need your talents. The world is 
better because you're in it. You've got a lot to share. You've got a lot of insight. You've got a lot of talent. And your talent should consistently grow. Hey, I'm back. I took a pause. My throat was getting really dry. I needed to replenish. I needed to clear my throat and drink, drink a little liquid here. We want your talent to grow because everybody benefits from it. So passion and purpose. This leads me to L in goal. And the L stands for lifestyle. And here's where I want you to change your terminology. When we say lifestyle, people think of the um, tedious chores they have to do every day to stay healthy or just to get through the day. Um, lifestyle becomes passion style. I don't I want lifestyle to be your passion style, the way you live your life every day because your talent is growing and your contribution to the world is growing. So the word lifestyle, some people think lifestyle. You can have a good lifestyle, a bad lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, an unhealthy lifestyle. There's always that two ends of the spectrum. That's fine. Start saying passion style. Your self-care activities will be constantly fueling your drive to live your passion and purpose. You need the energy. You need the health. You can do more with your energy and your health. You have a drive to live your passion and purpose. I'm a broken record about this. You, you've got to. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Should, should, should. There's the should. You should live your life with passion and purpose. Your self-care activities fit right in with your passion and purpose. Everything you do with your self-care is a, a little barometer of your passion and purpose. Your self-care activities fit right in. So you may say, I'm going to do a little exercise this morning. Why? Because the doctor said you should exercise to help manage your blood sugar or because when you exercise, you are energizing yourself so you can live your passion and purpose. Does that make sense? Your self-care activities fit right in with your passion and purpose. Everything is connected for the same end. Your passion style, your purpose your lifestyle habits are welcomed in this way. They are not tedious chores, okay? Even brushing your teeth. You do that a couple times a day. Why? So your dentist is happy? No. Who cares if your dentist is happy? You brush your teeth. Why? Because it helps you live your passion and purpose. And it's different from person to person. I want to have a great smile. Smiles are welcoming. Your facial expressions are so important in communicating to other people. I want my smile to communicate. I am so glad you're here with me. Now, I'm not going to criticize people who might need a little bit of dental work or they've got a problem with with something in their in their mouth with their teeth but you know 
what a good lifestyle habit does for you. It helps you stay involved in your world. I mean, who? nobody wants to go out in public with a, a gnarly feeling uh, in, in their mouth where they feel like they've got old gunk built up overnight while they slept. So this is not a dental podcast. This is not about tooth health, but just your self-care. And um, I have I made up another little saying a long time ago, the way you take care of yourself is the same way you take care of everything else. And that's why your lifestyle becomes your passion style. Your self-care activities constantly fuel your drive to live your passion and purpose. And if we're not purposeful, we're just stuck in a rut. We're depressed. We just don't know. We've lost our expressiveness and our, our, our participation in the world. And we need your full participation in the world. And you can't do that with a brain that's feeling hindered because it's not replenished adequately. So your plans and your goals, they're going to originate from the prefrontal cortex. I'm talking more about brain. Your plans and goals originate from the prefrontal cortex. And what is the prefrontal cortex? That's the part of your brain that problem solves. Now, that's negative. We don't want to solve problems. Problems are bad. But let's, let's flip it. Your ability to make positive change in your life, to make new decisions, to make new choices. All right, we can say problem solve. Um, that's okay. Your prefrontal cortex is your problem solver. You can't problem solve if your fight or flight is overactive and your vagus nerve is underactive. The fight or flight needs to be calmed because you cannot be in a state of growth and defense at the same time. If your body remains in defense, there's no growth. And when I say growth, the growth of your talent. When your plans and goals originate from the prefrontal cortex, you do need the other parts of your brain. They need to be simmered down. And that's where we make the positive choices to help us stay in the calmer states. Because you need to have that slowed brain in order to make that positive change in your life. Distractions get in the way. And when you fight or flight, response is active it's distracted in that protective mode protective mode is okay it's necessary and we want it but we don't need to go into protective mode too much we could create a little bit of drama in our lives we we can uncreate this the drama the the brain wants to take care of real threats we don't need to be making up threats. And what I'm saying is that there are things in our lives that don't need to be in our lives. And that's up to you to decide because that's your passion style, your lifestyle. When your fight or flight is freed up and your vagus is nurtured, your prefrontal cortex is ready to meet your goals. And we have goals in a positive light. We have growth, ownership, achievement, adventure, and lifestyle, a.k.a. passion style. Now, intervention is not a bad thing, but when we rely on interventions too much, um, interventions that may be harmful, like drugs, they're harmful, they're poisons. 
You know that. We know that. The liver, first thing, wants to get rid of, rid of these poisons. So intervention, and we, we can use uh, pharmaceutical intervention as an example. There's a lot of other ones. Interventions give us a connotation of learned helplessness. And that's not a, that's not a goal we want. We want growth, ownership, achievement, adventure, and lifestyle, a.k.a. passion style. So rather than intervene because you feel you're defective, we are going to do things that replenish and rebuild the body because we have gratitude. And when you understand the genius of your nervous system, it inspires you to look at life Look at your, at your life activities as replenishing and rebuilding, growing your talent day by day. So that is the handout I give my practice members in the office. The handout, your body is not wrong, but your goals are. Take notes on what I said. Understand your growth, your ownership, your achievement, your adventure, and your lifestyle, a.k.a. passion style. And if you want to learn a little bit more about yourself and take part in BrainSense Telehealth self-discovery sessions, I've got an offer for you. I'm going to give you a secret word at the end of the podcast, and I'm going to offer a 60-minute free consultation from now until July 3rd. If you e email me at bfachirocoach at gmail.com with the secret word. And the secret word is only good until July 23rd. That's how I know you listened to this episode. bfachirocoach at gmail.com. Remember, BFA stands for brain first always. bfachirocoach at gmail.com. I'm going to give you the secret word shortly. Take um, five questions to ask yourself right now, and we'll delve more deeply in them in your 60-minute session. Number one, what do you dislike about your body's function? Number two, how has it disrupted your daily activities? Or disrupted anything in your life? It doesn't have to be daily, but what has been disrupted? Number three, what is your fight-or-flight response dealing with? Meaning, what are the stressful situations that are spiking your fight-or-flight activity of your brain? And you know what fight-or-flight is, right? You're more anxious. You've, you're trying to breathe more deeply. Sometimes you're not successful. You breathe more shallowly. Um, you are wide awake, hard to sleep, difficulty sleeping because you're concentrating so hard on that fight-or-flight stressor. Your heart tends to race more. Number four, how are you nurturing the vagus process? And that is your rest and digest process of the vagus nerve, your replenishment. How are you nurturing and replenishing your body? Here's another way to ask that question. How do you give back to your hardworking body? And number five, what new learning are you exposing yourself too. In fact, what new learning are you exposing your prefrontal cortex to? What new growth? What are your creative outlets? 
What's exciting you? Those five questions will help you understand yourself when we dissect your brain during the self-discovery sessions. That secret word is TAC. Email me with that secret word. It's only good until July 23rd, and we can chat for 60 minutes. I'm glad you're listening. Check out the blog, createpurpose.com, and look at the YouTube video, slightly different. I present things in a different way, and I'm glad you listened today. Thank you, and look for the next podcast.